I'll do a countdown. After one, you hit record. Okay. okay. One thousand nine Hey, you're listening to Being Jim Davis. I'm John Arbuckle, and he is also John Arbuckle, and both of us are wondering when you're going to die. My name is Christopher Winter, and I am Jim Davis. My name is Jonathan Gibson, and I am also on the podcast tonight and every night. Hey, I am, I am Jim Davis. Hey, it's, it's Art. I'm, I'm back, and it's, I, I happen to be Jim Davis right now. All right, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, Art Cooper is Good back stuff. on the show. Um, our listeners will know you from your many appearances on Being Jim Davis, from your famous podcasts, Creepy Critters and Alphabet Flight, and probably some others. There's one about, uh, I forget the guy. Over in Smith. Over in Smith, which, yeah, uh, which is Smith. about. I, we we read and talk about H.P. Lovecraft stories in somewhat chronological order. Uh, I wanted to say E.M. Forster, and I do not know why that was the name that popped in my head. It's literally so, uh, it's I do have. So while okay. the while uh, Creepy Critters does still exist, I lost the spark. So I am not doing it until I <laughs> regain the spark. <laughs> Sooner or later, you're just going to run out of cryptids, right? Yeah. No, not really. People <laughs> make this one... shit up every day. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one thing that Jonathan and I have learned, it's that you can continue podcasting long after the spark has been extinguished. <laughs> <laughs> See, I have yeah. ADHD. It's really hard for me to do something I don't have a spark for. Oh, fair. Yeah. Um, I think at this point, probably you're best known to listeners for a uh, recent... Um, uh, article you published essay really that you published on the site medium entitled uh peaches are basically just fucked up nectarines and if you disagree with me you're a literal nazi um uh, would you like to yes found on that further or? uh no i put all my feelings in the title in fact you don't need to read <laughs> anything underneath <laughs> of it <laughs> it's, it's basically just a title and then a big picture, a big photo of a peach. <laughs> With like it could a have been, it could have been a tweet, it, right? but you know, yeah, I want, yeah. No. I want to get more clicks. Yeah, well, it's it's been doing very good, you know, really great numbers, a lot of clicks. Um, obviously, you've been canceled by the woke mob as a as a result, but we'll still have you on the program. Jonathan believes in free speech. Um, uh, he's a free speech absolutist. Uh, so I may have a, I may have just added a, a something to my sound that's drop. Sigh. <laughs> that's sigh. so okay. Uh, sound drop incoming, by the way. I'm done. Uh, I don't have to say anything else. I got that. We'll sigh see out. who cancels who. <laughs> oh, that was uh, Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Yeah, a beer's woke moralist. <laughs> I'm not sure if that was him or somebody like making fun of him. No, that's someone making fun of it. No, someone okay. redid that entire video, but it's Skeletor voice. Oh, that's and fantastic. Animated. Didn't no. he record it like like uh, in in like weird like dark supervillain lighting? Like, Dude, so he's no, like from his it, volcano no, lair. Like, <laughs> it, no, first off, he looks like a goddamn supervillain. Yeah, and like someone 
someone basically did a uh took that audio and put him as the screens as when you die in arkham and they need the arkham games okay. and it just sounds like a villain would just say like tell me mm. tell me that mm-hmm. uh that Oswald Cobblepot would say, up yours, Moke Warlord. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Oswald Chesterfield Cobblepot. De- definitely uh, part of the Listeners, IDW. you may, at this point, you may be wondering when we're going to get to the Garfields. Well, oh, never. It, could be a lo- it could be a long road. You may not, have a long road ahead. Not likely to happen, we're never, in fact, uh, We're turning this into a different podcast. <laughs> we're doing it. Three, three masculine people just talking about shit. You know, yeah, you want to talk about uh, Sam Harris trending on Twitter today? <laughs> I mean, and I think... Some stupid shit about Hunter Biden, I think. But the that important takeaway is is that the three of us are all very masculine listeners. That's the thing for you to yeah, know. Yeah, unfortunately, you're trying to, if you're trying to picture I'm... us, if you're trying to imagine us in your heads, just go re- go like twenty to thirty percent more macho. Sorry, go on. Yeah, I... yeah. I would say uh, just just hear a twinge of I wish I wasn't as masculine looking in the back of my voice. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, but like you know, I'm here and I'm comfy with it. You know. It's important but, to be comfy. Exactly. It's comfortable. Yeah. So, Listeners, look, I know you're wanting to get to the Garfields, and that's why we're now going to take this moment to reach into the Being Jim Davis mailbag. Got an insane number of emails um, this week. I'm going to start with the punchline. Listeners, we have some bad news for you. Uh, received this email from Google Domains. Uh, thank you for making a purchase with Google Domains, your website, www.beingjimdavis.com, has been renewed for another year. So, oh, no. no. Yeah, sorry. That's sorry, listeners. God damn it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Man, I was um, hoping to hear the opposite. Another, another year ahead of us. Jump in That's right That's not in. to say that it has to, has to remain a podcast. Like, you could, you could do anything you want with that domain. You can do a lot with a website. You can do a lot with a website. That's a good this point. Ends, I, this podcast ends 40 years after Jim Davis dies. <laughs> <laughs> so... Oh God! I mean, it's he has so to be long. close right now, right? He has to be somewhere. I like he's on he's on the uh, the the other side of the hill right now. You'd so th- I mean, you think, think yeah. yeah? But he know podcast. he might mm-hmm. he might just he might the like Garfield's essence like might be keeping him alive. I actually didn't hear. I don't know if we're breaking up or or someone else's. I didn't hear that, but I'm going to assume that it was very tasteful. Uh, (laughs) um, Anyway, listeners, uh, we received listener feedback from Naomi Smaller, S-M-O-L-L-E-R. I hope I'm saying that right. Naomi Smaller says, uh, hey, guys. I appeared in an episode of Being Jim Davis a few years back now discussing the Garfield Gets Stuck in a Shade trilogy, and it was an absolute pleasure then. I would love to pop back in again at some point if y'all would have me. Naomi, we'd love for you to be on the show. You just need to go to www.beingjimdavis.com, click the Host Our Podcast link. Literally anyone is allowed to host this podcast. You do not need to ask us permission www.beingjimdavis.com host our podcast. Holy uh, shit. So I, I just opened that up and no, I, I forgot that you started <laughs> doing uh, ho- like 
guest hosts like in 2017. It's been a long road. Yeah. And even been longer ahead of while. us. Yeah. Received an email here uh, to. Maybe too long. Sh- received an email uh, is, uh, from friend of the show, Joseph Rothenberg. Subject line, Polly Shore fact. Joe sent this to Shore Enough <laughs> at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> Joe writes, Dear Being Jim Davis, you forgot to mention that Polly Shore voiced the Leaning Tower of Cheesa guy from a goofy movie, the greatest coming of age father son movie. Did we did we really time. forget? Sorry. Did we what? Did we really forget or did we just choose to admit it? Um, I mean, I think I probably never knew. I'm trying to race <laughs> through these. I'm sorry for the, the technicality. Time. We I'm sorry. Um, Go ahead. No. Second item of listener feedback from Naomi Smoller. It reads, Hey guys, I appeared in an episode of Being Jim Davis a few years back now, discussing the Garfield Gets Stuck in a Shade trilogy, and it was an absolute pleasure then. I would love to pop back in again at some point if y'all would have me. Naomi, www.beingjimdavis.com. Click the Host Our Podcast link. You do not need to ask permission. We received an email here from Cat of Nine Tails Records. This was uh, sent to... It's an email, 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 email <laughs> address at beingjimdavis.com. Subject line, yet another missed opportunity. Cat Nine Tails Records writes, Sirs Jim, in your episode on Monday, August 15, 2022, during your discussion of the film, It's a Mad, 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 Mad World, you passingly referred facetiously to a hypothetical sequel of the film, <laughs> suggesting that the title would include five mads instead of four. Yet you left money on the table in not also suggesting the title. It's a matter, 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 matter world. God damn it. That is better. Yeah. I want you to think about what you've done. Big fan. Keep it up. You're going places. <laughs> Best cat of nine tails records. God damn it. Yeah. We really blew it. Yeah. That, that is obviously the, okay. Um, That's the better joke. Kendall Hallman wrote in with feedback. Friend of the show, Kendall Hallman, wrote to feedback at beingjimdavis.com. Kendall writes, look, I honestly, I don't think I'm going to read this whole thing. But basically, he's arguing that uh, Garfield's diet breakfast of an apple and two hard-boiled eggs on a piece of lettuce is actually a good a good diet breakfast. Kendall, huh. uh, Kendall says, breakfast is the meal that's supposed to be the biggest of the day, according to that one doctor that was on Oprah. Um, eggs might be whoa, the whoa, most whoa, 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 whoa. thing. <laughs> it's, 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 mm-hmm. Is that Dr. Oz? I says that one doctor who was on Oprah and I think is problematic now. <laughs> wait, yeah. wait, that, that's um, like at least five different people. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you know, I mean, take it up with Kendall. Uh, bottom line, you can't judge Fair. the diet based exclusively on breakfast since breakfast should be a hearty meal. If you starve yourself for breakfast, you'll end up eating a candy bar at 10 a.m. and or overcorrecting for lunch. What if I wake um, up at 11? Well, what, what I mean, if you the, probably you'll it's, lose it's your job, get, John. So I get past to... that. I, I bypass that whole issue. What, what, if, what to... if the first time you ate was at like 7.30 p.m.? Because like you just forgot to eat all day? Yeah. What if, what if you just never, what if, you just, what if you're just in bed all the time? You just never get up. God, I would love that. Is that an option? Dude, as an unemployed person, I've taken so many depression naps, and it's not that much better, actually. Oh. 
listener jesse is there, I, I, forgive me art is there i apologize is there um is there some jobs that you feel like listeners of being jim davis could hire you to perform you know honestly if you tell me how to do things i can do them most of the time so i mean bear in mind these are listeners of being jim davis they're fucked up like yeah well you know what as long as it pays more than 15 dollars an hour i am fine okay listeners we get right in if you're willing to pay art more than 15 dollars an hour to do anything it, he's he says he will do anything oh they them by the way yeah, yeah i apologize forgive me um uh, they will do anything um i yeah i'm sorry about the jesse thing too it said that on the window it's okay um listeners come on that's all i'm saying anyway there's more kendall uh kendall is upset that robocop corner is not happening anymore um Kendall, you start email. sending in start sending in uh minute by minute synopses we'll we'll read them like we will we, not we, we, we will we not stopped, i will not we stopped getting them I'm not do i i put a, my veto power i've used my veto power on robocop corner or no you may not have heard robocop Chris, corner no one's asking you to do anything okay, okay wait but enough. what if why did you use your veto power to like stop doing this podcast Sorry. <laughs> yeah. no that's a fair you point. only have that one is... you only have one and you yeah. wasted it jonathan is just waiting fair point like yeah, waiting for I, a really good one i was enjoying robocop i was uh i, I was eager to find out what happens Mm-hmm. With the uh, the robot and the cop, and uh, Peter Weller. Um, well, anyway, we got a we got a third email from Naomi Smaller asking to be on the show. Uh, so I'm fine with that. And then um, we got this email from Ryan Pfeiffer. He sent this to RoboCop Summary Challenge 9920 at being Jim Davis. RoboCop Corner Week 21.5. Ryan writes, dearest RoboCop heads. It appears that Jonathan has returned to the podcast, which means you can now continue with everyone's favorite segment, <laughs> RoboCop. Yeah, Ryan, I refuse. <laughs> I refuse. Ryan writes, please go back and read the email for week 21. I will not, which instructs you to read the email no, for week it. 20. I'll, no, I'll I'm it. not. It's all explained in those emails. Yours truly, RoboCop Master Night. It's all explained, I, Chris. Are you worried that it won't be explained? Yeah, listen, look, like if you want to listen to a podcast about RoboCop, I'm sure there is one. How is, oh, I wonder if there's a podcast about (laughs) the movie RoboCop. Probably. I would totally, I would totally listen to a podcast about the movie RoboCop. (laughs) Anyway, that's all the, that's the Being Jim Davis mailbag. And so I think today's episode is probably over. Right. Oh yeah. Uh, well, I just I do want to talk about Garfield because this is actually, uh, I think, a good uh, cat experience. Mm. Okay. Well, let's let's hear about today's Garfield. Yeah. What's the what's the story with this? Yeah, who, who's who's the host? Actually? In today's strip, John wakes up for breakfast. John Jonathan describes the Garfield. I just sit around and interrupt him. So John is asleep in his bed. Uh, he's got a pillow, uh, chest of drawers. Is that a hairbrush? Looks like a hairbrush. Yeah. Yeah. yeah hairbrush. Uh, I, something weird about the way John is lying 
with his arms tucked into the blanket and the blanket pulled over his arms, but they're straight down. I don't know. It just looks a little weird. It does look unnatural. Yeah. Uh, and then he, uh, his eyes are closed because he's asleep. And then in panel two, his eyes are starting to open. He's, he's starting to lift his head off that pillow. He's looking at something, something like coming towards him, perhaps. I think um, Jim Davis or whatever underpaid intern he got to draw panel two did a great job of drawing like the sleepiness in John Arbuckle's eyes and panel two. It really does look like, like he's just sort of waking up and, and kind of wishes yeah, I- he could have another 50 minutes at least yeah like it, it it is he looks very tired also he has the look of a person who is waking up with that fog too mm, you know yeah. it's yeah and it's yeah. uh yeah it, you know what i'm just gonna say mm-hmm. for the uh i guess a thesis statement that jim davis said it was just a humorous comic strip about cats and cat behavior uh about a cat and cat behavior this is very much one because you have john Fully wakened up, woken up with Garfield and a little bugle, trumpet, mm. something, some brass. I think it's a, I think it's a trumpet because it's got valves. Okay, it's, trumpet. It's got valves, but does it have yeah. the the little tube wrap around thing? Like, mm. can you have a valve bugle? I don't know. Listeners, write in know. and let us know if a bugle <laughs> can have valves. But uh, but you have uh, but you have John uh, lifting his head. Mm-hmm. inches away from the trumpet or bugle or brass horn of some sort saying don't you dare and garfield uh, is thinking or wait what what was what was the term you made up for it the thinking slash talking that oh he's thinkalogging thinkalog thinkalog thinkalogging i don't know what you're talking about and here's the thing I do this with my cat, like, like all the time. Now he doesn't have a trumpet, but he does a thing <laughs> where he likes to pull out my beard hairs with his teeth. And if I get to him long enough, I get to stare at him and then, and then like, you know, swat him away. Uh, but, but yeah, this is, I feel like this is a cat behavior comic and I'm mm. fine with it. Is it funny? No, but it's, it's, it's a observance. Yeah, I'll yeah. Go, I'll go further. This, I think this one's a little bit amusing. I think the picture of Garfield <laughs> holding the trumpet is maybe not funny, but it's fun. It's fun. Hey, Cap's like, got a trumpet. That's fun. It's it's like, a lark. Cute. No, okay. I would I would go as far as to say cute. You know, like cute. Uh, like this is very much something that you could see big like like you could see like a more cutier version of this being in like a smaller web comic and like simpler line art like very easily uh i just you know i don't think this is a bad garfield i just no. i think it's like a medium i think it's a medium ass garfield yeah yeah i, I agree with that i uh i i, I want to know about that hairbrush what's the hairbrush doing why why does it disappear in the third panel well because it has to pan down does it pan i mean down? like thematically why does it why does it uh mm. I, I understand physically the camera shifted but like you know like i just it's an odd detail in a in a uh strip that's very simple 
uh, maybe maybe they just thought it was a, like a little weird not to have something on it on there. But also, he doesn't look like a man who actually does a lot of grooming. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, yeah, I feel like I, um... my go-to like random object would be a like an alarm clock. No, I feel like you should do an alarm clock, obviously. Yeah. And like it should like <laughs> say like three a.m. Obviously. or something like that. Like I think it would be more humorous if they had an alarm mm-hmm. clock and it was like outlandishly early in the morning. That would be better. That would an alarm clock set to three a.m. would be a great subtle touch. Um, a few th- the hairbrush looks so antiquated. Like it, listeners, you can't see this, but it looks like one of the like Jonathan. I think mm-hmm. our grandmother Gigi owned a brush like that. You know where it's like, like, like soft bristles kind of like, like, like also, horse hair also yeah, like he seems very antiquated the the way that they draw his hair texture he would need mm-hmm. more of a wide tooth a wide tooth comb yeah yeah I, like, like he seems to have like wavy doesn't... hair that's a little bit thicker he would need a wide tooth comb super thick hair it looks like yeah he, he yeah he, so you yeah. need a wide tooth comb because like a super soft bristle doesn't really do much if you don't have thin hair the brush doesn't seem suited to him. Um, Jonathan, you mentioned the way John Arbuckle is lying down sort of with his arms under the blanket as looking weird. Uh-huh. Now that I look at it, you're right. He looks like, you know, when the protagonist character comes back to consciousness and he's strapped down to like a slab in, you know, the, the villain's lair and they're like pointing a laser at him or something. Yeah, that's that's how he looks to me. I believe James Bond is the protagonist you're referring to. I just noticed James. It could have been James Bond. It could have been Goofy from the Goofy movie, Jonathan. I don't know. I I just noticed a subtle detail that puts it like one click above (laughs) mid. Uh, If you look, you can see the outline of his fist clenched. Yeah, his fist under the blanket. I just say it. That's a cute mm. little detail. This is that's a just, great this, detail. Yeah, this is just you know I, I have no complaints about this. <laughs> no, this is a good one. He's upset I, because he got woken up. Yeah, I I would have liked the I think Art, you're absolutely right. I would have liked the brush to be an alarm clock, or even better, like what if the brush were just like a pair of handcuffs or something? Ooh, that, like nice. that, adds, Dude, that a- adds some flavor. You could do a lot. You could do a lot with just a different object in the first two. Uh, <laughs> like so many subtle storytelling uh, techniques. Like an alarm mm. clock, obviously, would be the one you'd want to do. Because yeah. that one makes sense for this. It's the obvious go-to. Yeah. That's the obvious go-to, but handcuffs, uh, mm-hmm. like Kleenexes. Mm. Um, what else? I, there's so many other things like, you could put on there. Like a pair of baby bottles. shoes that have never been worn. <laughs> Yeah, you know, there's all kinds of options. It could it could have been it could have been a like a pookie or something. What like about that. like I don't a, know. a big birthday cake? Oh, that it would could just have been be weird. Like that's like, like what's that fucking cake doing there? What's going on? And it's like and like half the cake is missing with like a fork sticking out of it. <laughs> John was eating a whole birthday cake in bed. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, you've been listening to Bean Jim Davis. The real Garfield was the cartoon lasagna cat we met along the way. Yeah. Thank you and good night. We Thank hate you. all of you. Thank you and good night.
This podcast was brought to you by the Pitch Drop Podcast Network. Like what you just heard? Support the show by going to patreon.com forward slash pitch drop. And while you're at it, check out pitchdrop.net for more of this and other shows.